Bienvenidos, bienvenue, herzlich willkommen, welcome to the 91st Minute. I'm your host, Vic Bell. I'm a football enthusiast and an inspiring coach who lives and breathes for the beautiful game. Whether it's football news, formations, debates, or coaches that seal their team's fate, we've got you covered. Thank you for stopping by. Fast new seatbelts. The 91st Minute starts now. Welcome, everyone, to the 91st Minute. As always, I'm your host, Vic Bell. Today, I have a special guest, somebody that I've gotten to know on the platform called Clubhouse, somebody from England. Yes, I do bring people straight from the sources, straight from the sauce itself. Haroon, welcome to the platform, man. Thank you very much Rick, for having me. Thank you so much for being on, man. It's such a pleasure. Introduce yourself. We want to know, man. We, we hear a little accent. Where are you from? Yes. What's your name? How did you get into football? And obviously, we're here to talk about your club, Manchester United. Mm-hmm, yeah. Why do you like that club out of all clubs? Yeah, my name is Harun. I'm from London. And football, such a, for me, the reason I got into football was I see kids, you know, I'm coming into the country, England, I'm, I'm seeing kids playing on the playground, school. These guys are playing, they're scoring a goal. All these kids are celebrating with them. I'm like, that's interesting. So I started to play a little bit and I started to get into the rhythm of football. So I was like, let me check this out. I went on TV, saw a few games. In England, the two biggest teams that were on TV at the time I was watching it was Arsenal and Manchester United. How old were you? When I started to get into football, I was maybe eight years old. Oh, wow. So, so kind, of a, kind of a late bloomer into, into, into football. So I was kind of eight years old into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, saw, I, I saw Manchester United on TV and I was like, I don't know why I wasn't into Arsenal as much. The reason I got into Manchester United was I saw Dwight York and Andy Cole playing. And mm. I'm like, even as a kid, eight years old, there's something these guys have got chemistry, I, you know, and even as a kid, I understood these guys have got chemistry together. So I was like, oh, they're playing these one-twos, bang, scoring goals. And I'm like, wow, you know, and obviously being African, seeing these black brothers do it. Right. I'm like, wow, so interesting. And of course, Mr. David Beckham as well. Come on. You know, when you see David Beckham take that free kick, you know, you want to do the same thing as well. So, so I got into it like that, man. And from, from that point onwards, bro, Manchester United every single day, man. Manchester time. United, man. No, we love to hear it. Listen, obviously, Sir Alex Ferguson left the club. You guys went through something we're going through right now as Barcelona fans. It's traumatic. Yeah. It's difficult very, very. to deal with. And um, in, in, in many respects, you guys are further in your development from letting that go. It's fresh with us Barcelona, but we're not here to talk about Barcelona. We're here to Mm -hmm. talk about your club and we want to know about what's coming this season. But before we can do that, let's recap a little bit of what happened last. So before I I bring it on to you, let me just run through a few marks. So Manchester United finished second in the Premier League uh, last season, 12 points from City. So it wasn't really a challenge, but yet a challenge in terms of where you guys finished off in points. Yeah, FA yeah. Cup, you guys managed to go all the way to the quarterfinals, lost to Leicester City, Greenwood on the score sheet, top youngster, as we all know, in mm-hmm. the hat show, two goals, Tielemans to top it off in the 52nd yes. minute. EFL Cup, you guys played all the way to the semifinals. Manchester United lost 2-0 to Man City, and Fernandinho did the business. The Champions League, 
I couldn't believe it. You were in a, you guys were in a group with PSG, Leipzig, and Istanbul Bashakshir. Bashakshir, yeah. Right? <laughs> and for some reason, I don't even know how it happened, but you guys actually managed to lose one of the games against them two to one. It was and, embarrassing. And you guys finished third in the group, which sent you guys to the Europa League. Yeah. Um, the Europa League, obviously, Man United, big club. You guys made it all the way to the finals, but losing in a penalty shootout to sure, yeah. Villarreal. Top goal scorer, Bruno Fernandes, 18 in the league, 28 all games, all competitions. That's yeah. a lot of goals, man. Fantastic player. So, bro, run it down for us, Haroon. How do you think the campaign went? I think um, recently Manchester United have been struggling to get into Champions League football. So finishing second for us was a major step. So I believe now it's the second year in a row that we finished in Champions League positions. Premier League, I'm somewhat happy with, with, with how it finished. At the start of the season, if you told me you're finishing second, I would have taken that straight away. Mm. You know, So the way that it panned out, we were top for a little bit and we were quote unquote pushing them you know I mean we weren't really pushing them but at the same time as a fan of course you want to believe that in terms of the other competitions um, Champions League was was a roller coaster because we play PSG oh my god we play them off the park bro Paul Pogba was doing crazy things mm. we played so well beat them beat Leipzig 4-0 and then Istanbul comes then Baba scores and I'm like wait what's what's going on here you know <laughs> And the way, if you, if you actually saw that goal happen, you're thinking, these guys are professional footballers. All of our defenders attacked and one guy just hoofed it along to uh, Demba Bar. is one of the easiest goals in schoolboy errors mm. uh, to concede. So I was disappointed to finish third. You know, when you, when you start off beating these two top teams first and then you play Istanbul, who are the weakest team in the whole thing, you expect to win that game. Right. Or at least not lose. Right. right? There's a few things as to why we, we, we failed in the Champions League. And I'm going to speak about it. It's Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. So he's probably going to come up a few times in this. There was a game against PSG, the one where we lost the second game to them. Fred was on a yellow card in this game. Right. So Fred was on a yellow card. He's the kind of guy that runs around the pitch. He's always hurrying. He's always doing his thing. He's on a yellow card. If every, everybody watching that game knew he was going to get sent off, everybody watching it knew he was going to get sent off, right? So what does he do? Goes in for a challenge. The referee gives this guy a second yellow card. I'm like, what is going on here? He should have been taken off much earlier than that. We paid the price for that. And we were like, okay, cool. You know, um, Ole is going to learn from this. Let's see what happens. When you're in a campaign like the Champions League, it's not just one main point that gets you out. It's a lot of things accumulating. So it's an accumulation Istanbul, of things. Absolutely. Exactly. Um, Istanbul, Fred, this, missing chances. Martial missed the glaring chance against PSG as well. So it was very frustrating um, to lose to that. You know, you get to course the Europa League you don't want to be in the competition the Europa League to begin with but you're in it and it gets to the final yes you know penalties anything can happen you know it's it's the luck of the draw you know you don't know what's going to go on so we lost that of course it was, it was embarrassing FA Cup comes in we lose to Leicester and again Ole Gunnar Solskjaer makes another mistake with keeping Fred on the pitch he made the back pass for the first goal second goal he he didn't close down again he was making errors he was passing to opponents I was like get this guy off get this guy off the pitch. Do you know what time he takes him off the pitch? He, he came off in the 85th minute. The 85th minute and he was playing horrible the whole game. I, I was fuming. So there's a lot of things that I see in his game. But um, overall in the season, we finished second. Uh, we didn't get the trophy, which would have been good for the kids, young kids going through. But at least, you know, we got to the final. 
with experience that we lost. Hopefully, they take it on on board in the future. Absolutely. So overall, if you were to grade your satisfaction last season, how what what score out of a hundred would you give uh, your team, the club? Out of hundred, hey, that's a really good question. Out of hundred, I would give. I'd probably give seventy. Okay. I'd give seventy. There's a lot of things that I didn't like. I didn't like the way we played football. Anytime we come up against a team that plays good possession, we don't know what to do. We play a lot of counter-attacking football, which I don't like because counter-attack should never be your main tactic. It should be, you're just naturally good at counter-attacking. Right. So I'd say overall 70, a lot of things still still to work on. Absolutely. No, we'll take that. I think I would, I would rate you guys the same thing, 70%. You guys showed glimpses here and there, but never really lifted a cup. Man United is about lifting cups. That's what the club is about yeah, um, at yeah. the end of the season. And we can't really grade any higher than that if there are no cups coming to Man United, to Old Trafford. Exactly. Now, let's talk about the new season a little bit. All right. Transfers. Who's coming in? Who's leaving the club? Let's start off with that. Even up to today, so many things have been happening. You know, right now, we've, we brought in Jaden Sancho. I'm ecstatic that he's in the club. Fantastic mm. player. player. You know, I haven't had a guy like this at my club who gets people off their seat in a long time. Mm-hmm. Since Cristiano Ronaldo, Nani, and this was a long time ago. Yes, Nani that is being a long time. so to see a player with Flair Varane, of course, you know what you're going to get with him. Champions League Varane, world class, all the experience needed, pace, every single attribute you need from a centre back. He's got and it complements Harry Maguire. So mm-hmm. those two have come in so far right now. I'm not going to talk about loans. I don't. I don't think loans are really important. But to come in yet, um, I believe we're looking at DM. So I believe we're looking at Ruben Neves, Saul Niguez. Also, Eduardo Camavinga as well. So things are happening every day with Camavinga. He wants to go to PSG. He wants to go to Spain. His agents want him to come to the Premier League first. They're pushing for that. So that still may happen. We were linked with Kieran Trippier. We, of course, played for Atletico Madrid. Uh, also played for England in the Euros. You know what kind of quality he brings. Very good on the attack. Great crossing. Exactly what we need. Because wan is a good player. Has his deficiencies going forward. Mm. And Kieran Trippier is the sort of counterbalance to that where he can whip in a ball, he can go forward, he can give us different options. So having those two players come in and interchange between games throughout the season would, would do well for us. So I'm expecting a CM to come in. Personally, I would like Neves to come in. I really like the way he plays. He's really good at tackling. He's good at interceptions. I believe he was third for interceptions in the Premier League, sixth for tackles made overall in the Premier League as well. So he can do that and he's press resistant. What team is this? What team does he play? Wolves. Ruben Neves, yes, he plays for Wolves. Yeah. Yes. He came from Porto, uh, came to Wolves in the championship, played really well. And it was strange, I believe he was actually Porto captain when he, when he left. What are some of his qualities? What do you like about him? The main thing I, I like about him, so we have Fred and McTominay in midfield. These guys, when they receive the ball from the defense, they don't know what they're doing. Uh, Ruben Neves, he's got his head on swivel, he's always looking, he's press resistant, he's comfortable on the ball. Mm-hmm. He can pass out really well. Also, I'm sure you've seen that he's a, he's a goal scorer as well. This guy can shoot from 30, 40 yards out, no problem. So he's a really well-rounded player that would fit our criteria really well. And Ole Gunnar Solskjaer wants to play a single DM. So right now we only have Matic. So just having somebody to interchange with him would be perfect. And listen, I'm also a fan of Kamavinga. Kamavinga, Neves, whoever comes in, I'll be happy with those guys. Absolutely. So in general, what do you think your team lacks as of right now? I know you guys got a top, top winger and Jaden Sancho. Very exciting. 
You guys got Rafael Varane, who collected a total of 18 trophies at Real Madrid. That's certified. Mm-hmm. I keep on hearing all the time in the groups when we talk, oh, the, the DM, the DM, we need a DM. Is this the only thing that you guys need in order for you guys to ultimately challenge? I believe it's, it's, the, main, it's the main problem right now. We play with two uh, pivots, Fred and McTominay. McTominay is not even a DM himself. He's a, he's a box-to-box player. Fred is just a guy who runs around the pitch. Um, he doesn't really have that football brain. So that player that can grab the ball, like I said, from the defense, ease pressure, play off to one of the attacking players quickly uh, and precisely is going to completely change the way that we play. And also, of course, just screening the defense, screening the defense, cutting out those passing lanes. It's a very important... If, if you're a team that wants to win games, you need your spine to be very good. I mean, this is one of the basic things in football. If your spine is not good, you're not going to win anything. And I'm somewhat confident with Cavani this season. I do think he's going to score goals. However, he's not, he's not fit all the time. So yes, DM is one of the important positions. There are other positions that, that we need to fill in as well. Marcus Rashford's got surgery right now. He's going to come back at some point. Um, like I say, the wing-back role, um, if we get that Kieran Trippier deal done, that would be good. I don't like the way that we play possession football. So I don't know how we're going to overcome that this season. So there's still a lot of things. Like I said, set pieces was a big thing that we needed to improve on. We mm-hmm. brought in a set, piece, a set piece coach this season to work. And also, of course, Varane coming in, his aerial ability, his experience as well, that will also help out along with the uh, set piece coach. We, we conceded, I believe last season, we were maybe third. I think we were third in set pieces conceded in the Premier League, which is not good for a team of yeah, our that's, level. That's not, that's not good enough. Absolutely. Are you worried? about this is just me throwing this at you are you worried yeah. about scoring goals you're no, not worried, not worried about, about scoring goals i'm not worried no uh, the reason for that is i believe we were maybe six goals off of manchester city um and in, in how many goals they scored in the premier league so scoring goals for us last season wasn't a problem at all and the strange thing is mason greenwood first half of the season hardly got any goals martial didn't have a great goal scoring season last year as well so if these guys kick on i'm I'm more than confident in us getting goals. And of course, like I said, Sancho coming in with the skill and the flair that he has dragging the player across at Dortmund as well. This guy would come into the box, drag a defender, and then make the easy pass across goal for just someone to just come and tap it in as well. So we've got that now. So I'm not, I'm not worried about it in terms of goals scored. I was more worried about goals conceded, things like, yeah, like I said, set pieces and just individual errors. Absolutely. It's only the guy though. I hear a lot of great players coming to your club. But at the end of the day, you need somebody who places and coaches these pieces, expensive pieces, if I might add, in a right way in order for them to be at the highest level, to perform at the highest level. Are you confident in your coach? No, <laughs> I'm not confident. Uh, the way I look at it right now is we have a good team. Rafael coming in, uh, Rafael Varane coming in, these good players. I believe that we can do something in spite of our manager. So I believe the team is strong enough. Just like, you know, you, you, you support Barcelona. I'm sure you know Ronald Koeman is not, not one of the best managers in the Absolutely world. Absolutely not. But, but you still think your team can, can, can do things. And I still believe that we can do things, uh, even with Ole at the helm. I'm not one of his greatest fans. I, like I say, I don't like this counter-attacking football. I like to control the game. I like to hold the ball. I like to, for us to dictate how the game goes. I don't like this counter-attack type of football. And he's, he's not good with his substitutions. This guy doesn't make substitutions at right time. One of the key things as being a manager is make, knowing when to make changes 
you know, and, and he, he doesn't know how to do that. Uh, there was a perfect game against Wolves last season where we played them and uh, Marcus Rashford scored a goal in like the 94th minute. The game looked like it was going to a draw. Rashford had the ball and it was just, he just shot randomly and it was a random deflection. And Ole was just sitting on his uh, bench the whole time, like like he planned this. Like he didn't plan this; it was just complete <laughs> luck, you know. <laughs> you know, so yeah, so he's not the guy for me. He's not the guy. Okay, so if I were to ask you, if you could have any coach, yes, who would you pick? The problem is there's not. Okay, so Zidane is available on the market. You know, Zidane is there. I am a big fan of Eric Ten Hag. I'm a really big fan of his, the way he plays football. You know, we already have a player like Donny van der Beek at the club, of course. I'm a big Donny van der, van der Beek fan. So I believe a guy like him could get the best out of him as well. I just like the way he plays football. So for me, he would be the ideal guy to go for. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, Zidane, I'm not hearing any news of him joining France yet. So those two options would be would be fantastic for me. Ideally, uh, Julian Nagelsmann would have been perfect. But of course, he, he went a few months ago, didn't he, to Bayern Munich. Absolutely. So, he was, he's, yeah. he's from there. So they were never going to miss out on him to begin miss with. Miss on him, yeah. They paid a lot of money. They paid <laughs> right. a lot of money to get him. <laughs> they did. They did. I think they paid, what, what they paid, 30 million, 20 million? Yeah, 20 something million. Yeah. Yeah, something around, it's a lot around of money. that. It's a lot of money for, for, for a manager. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, I remember uh, at one point Madrid wanted him. He's somebody that people want. He did a fantastic job at, at Leipzig and Hoffenheim. So Leipzig and Hoffenheim, yeah. Let's see if he can kick on. We heard a lot of things. I agree with you on many things. But ultimately, yes. as a Man United fan, there are always expectations. Just because it says Manchester United, mm-hmm. the expectations are through the roof. What are the expectations, my brother, for this season? For you personally? For me personally, is definitely to bring a trophy home. And when I say trophy, I don't want to sit here and lie to you and say I want Carabao Cup. I mean, that, that trophy has never been that important in the UK. It's actually been important since Jose Mourinho and Pep started to come here and they started to win these trophies. I, I want your FA Cups. Look, listen, you can't blame a fan for dreaming. I, I, I want the Premier League. It's, it's, nearly 10, it's nearly 10 years. It's nearly 10 years. And with a few more pieces, I do believe that we can challenge. Realistic expectation for this year is to give a title challenge, maybe three, four, five points between us and the potential title contenders or even push them um, to that edge as well. Of course, Champions League, I don't even need to say it. Of course, getting into the last 16. You know, it depends on the kind of draws that you get in these competitions as well. Champions League, I'm, I want at least the semi-final. And that's realistic. I believe, you know, last 16, you never know who you're going to get. You could get a team that you want to face. Quarterfinals, you may get a good team. And I'm confident in my team to play against anyone and win. So potential semi-final slash quarterfinal for Champions League and a serious title challenge and a cup. Absolutely. It's not too much to ask. Yeah, not too much. You know, I mean, after all, that's what we expect. You're a Man United fan. If you don't want the world, you're not a true Man United fan. Well, to the listeners, hold on tight because we'll be back. Karun is a new guest and he will have to do some quick fire. So we'll be right back. Monsieur Haroon, are you ready? I'm ready, bro. Okay, here we go. If you could pick three players from that incredible 07-08 squad to strengthen this current Man United team, who would they be and why? Uh, Rio Ferdinand. 
an amazing player. He knows what he's doing. He's smart. He's got pace. Michael Carrick, simply because he's exactly what we need right now, that DM. He sees everything on the passes. He's got that great long-range passes. And Cristiano Ronaldo, it has to be CR7. Um, it would be nobody else. This guy gets you goals. He links play. Back then, he had the speed. I would love to take those three players in this Manchester United team right now. I would be confident to say it would be the best team in Europe. Absolutely. Team. Second question. Who was the worst signing of Man United last season? I've been put into a bad position here because I'm going to have to say it's Donny van der Beek, even though he's one of my favorite players. Why? He's been brought in, technically used as a 10 role, even though we have Bruno Fernandes. Bruno Fernandes plays every single game, so he hardly gets game time. Fair enough. Third question. Rank these losses in order. What hurt more? Losing the league title to City on the last day in the 2011-12 season, Mm. losing 3-1 to one to Barcelona at Wembley in the 2010-11 season, or losing 2-0 to zero to Barcelona in the 08-09 season in Rome. So you got two Champions League fixtures, Wembley and Rome, or the Premier League season versus City, where you guys lost it on goal differential, I think, because you guys were equal at some point. All very, very painful memories. From least worst to worst. I can't believe I'm saying this, but it has to be the Premier League one first. The second least worst would be the 3 on Barcelona game. Uh, and of course, the most painful one is the 2-0. Samuel Eto scored, right? So, and that was the one where Lionel Messi scored the, the, the header. The reason that one is number one is because we would have gone back-to-back Champions Leagues and we would have been the first team to do it before Real Madrid did it. Man, tough, 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 tough. Next question. Do you think Manchester United can win the league before the 10-year mark? Yes, yes. I firmly believe that. We simply have to. I can't, can't handle the level of banter if we don't. <laughs> Fair enough. Last question. These players are all in their prime. Sell one, bench one, start one. The names are Van Persie, Berbatov, Wayne Rooney. Unfortunately, it would have to be Sell Berbatov. Um, <laughs> this is really hard for me to bench. Um, I'm probably going to have to say Van Persie to bench and then start one. It has to be Wayne Rooney. This guy at his best was a complete animal, complete beast. I love Van Persie. I love all these players as well, by the way. So these are really, these are really difficult, man. I don't, I don't like these questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Haroon, thank you so much for being yeah. part of uh, Quick Fire. We appreciate you being on. Um, we cannot wait to hear more of you on this platform. Thank you thank for you, coming thank on, you. brother. Thank you very much for having me, man. It's been a pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. As always, I'm your host, Vic Bell. This was the 91st Minute. <laughs>